Welcome to the Soul Revolution Tribe podcast, where we share stories, laughs, and even a few tears, but always a good time. We are about depth and real raw sharing through soul conversations and medicine. We are learning to find ourselves again and to be an unstoppable force of nature, ready to break down the constructs and rebuild them with love and acceptance at its core. We are the new world. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Revolution Tribe. Today I have my friend Jess on and I'm super excited to share her with you. Jess combines business with breath work and she helps coaches heal their nervous system and scale their businesses. She teaches strategy, somatics, and sales. And you all know who I am, hopefully by now. I'm Jackie B. I'm your host, Shamanic Soul Guide and Remembrance Facilitator. So let's dive in and start with a little bit of your journey. And I know that I always ask that question and I laugh because anytime I get asked that question, I'm like, well, where do you want to start? Like, like what tangent? So whatever, whatever spirit is guiding you to share kind of like where you came from, because I know people don't realize like I've worked with Jess in the past and I've known her for quite some time. And we were just talking before we hit record here, like how life evolves us. And we're, we, we are the type of people you can't just put into like one little box saying, this is what I do. Like we are so many different sides of us. Um, so just kind of share a little bit of your story of how you got to this point. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on here. I'm so excited. This is my first podcast interview since I kind of rebranded, restructured my entire life. So it's been really fun. Um, yeah. So I guess I started in the online space about six years ago. I started out as a, um, affiliate marketer and I did that for about a year and I really, really liked the coaching aspect of the affiliate marketing. So I quickly stepped into business and mindset coaching. And then I was um, brought on as an executive assistant to a really successful business and worked that for the last four years. Um, but I just kind of felt over the last probably like year, I've really felt this deep desire to do something different. I, I it almost is like I was trying to like break out of the shell and something was like holding me back. So I had to let go of literally everything. I had to let go of the safety of my job. I had to let go of some relationships in my life. Um, all of the things that I had to let go of essentially led me to where I am today. And, um, yeah, like you said, like we have worked together a lot in the past before, and it's been amazing. And it's super cool to kind of reconnect in this way as we're both on different journeys. Like I remember way back then, like you were not the person that you are today and I was not the person I was today. So it's, it's a really cool full circle moment for me. I think right now I'm just realizing, <laughs> um, yeah. So I think it's, it's just amazing, like being here and talking to you and I'm just so grateful. So it's almost like back then we were baby versions. It's like, we were us, but just like a different, like our dream was just so, so like one little aspect and we at that point we thought that was so big and now look at look at us like stepping into all of who we are and going wow like there's a whole nother world my brain didn't even wrap around at that point i know and like that's exactly that's a really good way of putting it like we were babies we were like the chicken egg and now we've like hatched into this beautiful hen (laughs) we're like so excited um but yeah like it's oops my uh thing just went off sorry Um, yeah, it's just like such a full circle moment. And I think that we both have evolved so much and I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for where I'm going with this. Um, basically I guess a little bit about why I started, I have struggled with anxiety my entire life. I was diagnosed with an anxiety disorder when I was like 12. Um, and I was put on anxiety medication when I was 12. So before I was even a teenager, I was medicated And throughout my, my like adult years, like learning how to navigate life, I felt like I was numbed because of that medication. And I've tried to come off of this anxiety medication, like multiple, multiple times, probably six or seven times throughout the last 14 years. And I've just never had any, any luck with it. I've never had any luck with it. So when I started doing, my mom used to give me, um, journal prompts and she used to give me readings on, you know, doing like box breath. And when I was like 16, I was like, I don't care about that. Like, it's not, you know, I'm not going to do that. Um, so she actually was the one that introduced me to 
the world of breath work, because then I started actually doing like, okay, big, deep inhale, big release. Um, so I was doing a lot of the down regulating breath work. And then it wasn't until last year that I met probably a year and a half ago, two years ago, I met my partner and he asked me if I've ever done Wim Hof before. And I was like, what's that? So he sent me the recording. I did the Wim Hof and it was like an 11 minute activation. It was so good. And since then I'm now seven months off of my anxiety medication. I use breath work every single day, even if it's just two minutes a day, like I did breath work before this, right? I do breath work before everything. And it seriously has allowed me to heal my nervous system because and like relearn how to, how to feel my emotions. So it's just been such a cool thing. And that's why I decided to get, um, certified in it because I was like, this is such a cool tool that everyone has the ability to do. It's so easy. And it's like, it's almost like that quick fix. Like everyone's looking for that quick fix and that's what breathwork is. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't have said that more better. That's very similar for me and my passion with breath work and how I started playing with it too, because I had the anxiety. And for me, it helps me bring back into my body and we're very like driven people. So it's like that masculine energy, which is beautiful because we need both parts, but we need that, like we have that masculine driven, go, go structure piece. And then that, that breath work just gives that almost that divine feminine piece in there and allows us to be present in the moment and stop and breathe again, like literally. <laughs> literally, <and> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's like taking those taking those little sips of air every day. It sounds so it sounds so easy and almost like it's like I don't even know how to explain it, but just just literally sitting with your breath for a minute a day, that's enough, right? It doesn't have to be like a huge long thing. It doesn't have um, to be a huge ceremony either. People no. think breath work and they're like, oh my gosh, I have to breathe for three hours and do this. Like, no. I do it in literally, even if I have a few seconds where I'm just like, I feel my nervous system ramping up and I'm getting a little like that, that anxiety where I'm getting like flighty or fighty, like, and then I'm like, okay, nope, I'm going to anchor back down. I'm going to deregulate my nervous system. Or Mm -hmm. like when I feel like getting flipped back into that dorsal response where I catch myself starting to fawn or I'm freezing up and then I'm like, okay, nope, we're going to breathe a little quicker, get, get ourselves back into that neutral zone. And like it, that can happen within seconds. Like literally taking six breaths can shift your whole like mood, energy state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's crazy how easy it is and how forgotten about it is. Like we all have this ability. And the thing that I love most about breathwork is it, it allowed me to kind of think about how I'm breathing every single day. So I can wake up and I can say, okay, am I chest breathing? Am I diaphragmatic breathing like what am I how am I breathing today and why am I breathing like that and then I can shift it right and like the more that I practice this um like nasal diaphragmatic breathing like the way that we should be breathing the most parasympathetic way it's almost like it's a um like a just a response that my body has now, whenever I feel stressed, I automatically can feel my stomach, like start to like get bigger and you know what I mean? So it's, it's really cool the way that my body's almost like automatically responding to it or automatically training it to do the, the way to regulate itself. So that's the thing that like, I love to teach my kids cause I homeschool my two littles, like teaching those things. Cause the stuff that I think should be taught in schools they, they teach you everything else, like all these other things, but like, that's the one most crucial thing to know is how to do that because we're trained, like this is the norm to go into that, that fight, flight, survival mode. Um, mm-hmm. But when your body, like when you naturally do this over and over again, it came, like you said, it comes second habit where it's like, I don't have to tell my body anymore. I'm in a relationship with my body that my body knows, okay, nope, mine's, mine's kind of spiraling a little bit. Let's bring it back. Let's anchor mm-hmm. it back down. Let's pull yeah. it all in. And it's, it's a beautiful like place to be. And it gives hope to people that have that, like that, mm-hmm. that I know, cause I was high functioning anxiety, like how that feels. And on the outside, people might not even realize that that that's what's going on in my head. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I never knew that you, you, you struggled with that. And I'm like, no, I mean, that's just, I didn't know any way to deal with it. And I'm like the Gemini in me, like I have thoughts running all over. I always say like, it's like Dr. Strange, um, like when he like 
pulls out and you see all like the the magical symbols all around you. I'm like, that's my brain 24 seven. Like there's, there's always something going on. Relatable, yeah. <laughs> my husband always laughs because he's like, he's like, I don't know, I don't know how you function like that because I'm like, I want food. I'm gonna go get food. Like it's very like straightforward. And I'm like, oh, if only like I have literally like a concert going on 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah, I I can get because that's who I am. Yeah. 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 And like the grounding aspect as well. Um, I can relate to that as well. Like I, so when I came off of my anxiety medication about seven months ago, my nervous system was so dysregulated and probably why I decided to kind of shift everything was because I was a new person. Like I was literally rebirthing as I was, um, I guess like unmasking all of the, all of the numbness, you know? So, um, yeah, when I came off of it, my nervous system was like so dysregulated because any amount of stress, I've never experienced that before. Cause I was medicated and I was numbed. So every time I would experience something full-blown panic attack. Right. And then my partner, he'd be like, okay, just do some breath work. And like in the moment I was like, no, like, I don't want to do breath work. Like, I just want to feel better. But then as I started practicing it, right. That's when I noticed like, it just, yeah, it just like automatically does it. And I seen something the other day where, uh, it was a quote or something. I can't remember where I seen it, but it said like our bodies are designed to heal. Like our bodies are designed to always be in a state of balance. And sometimes you just need that extra little tool to like kickstart that, that whatever. Right. I say, so that's how we support our body. Like we're not, we're not healing ourselves. Our body is very intelligent. Mm -hmm. It knows what to do. We get in the way sometimes. So we have to remember to step back, but we do have tools that can help that process, catalyze that process instead of stepping in and numbing. Like I was so done. Like that's the reason why um, I was able to homeschool and step full into my business because I was done putting band-aids on bullet holes as a nurse. Mm -hmm. Like I yeah. wanted to actually help people truly come back into connection and heal the way we were designed to heal. And um, that piece of stepping away and not away, it's like actually stepping back in stepping back into our life and being in relationship with all of us, because guess what? The most important relationship we have in our life is with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And if we aren't in good relationship with ourselves, that mirrors on the outside. So if I want a partner that absolutely adores me and we, we have this beautiful relationship, I need to start cultivating that inside. Um, otherwise it's going to mirror because our system is designed to show us what's going on in our internal world so we can heal it. So it's going to mirror it on the outside of the world as within, so without. Um, mm -hmm. And that like brings me to the next um, topic that I wanted to talk about of why breathwork is so, so potent for people that are entrepreneurs and starting their own businesses. Mm. Like, I want to <laughs> hear your, your, your thing, but the biggest thing that I say, like that was the biggest initiation for me is when I decided to create my own business, like, you don't go and think like you're completely healed and I'm ready to go save the world, even though that's not how I, I view it. You're not saving anyone. They're there to save themselves. But like all of your shadows come out to play to get you ready to hold that space for other people. And I think that best work is huge for that piece. But what is your take on that? Yeah, I love this. And I'm really excited to talk about it. <laughs> um, I think it's, it's an amazing like tool for, for growing your business, mainly because when we are entrepreneurs, specifically when we are starting out, right, we have a lot of stress. We have a lot of anxiety. We don't really know what to do. So we're burning out. We're doing all the things where we don't know what direction we want to take. And so breathwork again, is really good for grounding your energy back down. And it's also really, really good for, um, creating that, that confidence that you need in order to show up. Like if you asked me to come on this podcast four or five months ago, when I first started this, I would probably have like a major, a major anxiety attack. I would have a major anxiety response. And that's because I had fear of visibility, right? And like the fears and the judgment or the fear of judgment, fear of visibility, it's always going to be there, but it's, it's balancing your nervous system so that you can say, okay, I'm safe. You know, like Jackie's amazing. Jackie's not here to harm me. <laughs> and I think that that's a really cool, a really cool tool that you can bring into your business so that when you do feel overwhelmed or you do feel anxious, you can kind of work through that using the power of your own breath to quite literally like reprogram your subconscious brain in, in, uh, 
yeah, working through those limiting beliefs or self-doubts. Um, it's also, like I said, really good for creating clarity in your business and bringing up new ideas. I, I really like doing the, um, the upregulating breath work, even if it's like a 10 minute long breath work, just to kind of create more energy inside my body so that I have more focus, I'm more productive, and I just can like move through my day with so much inspiration and magic surrounding me. Absolutely. I couldn't have said that better. Cause that's the thing is once you realize breath work is not just breathing, like I know how to breathe. Why am I going to do breath work? I breathe all day. Like, no, once you make relationship with your breath, that is, you are your best medicine. And guess what? Your breath doesn't cost you anything. Like once you utilize and know how to utilize your own medicine in that space is you can, you, you can tap into your own insights and things like that. Like you've experienced my shamanic breath work. Like that's mm -hmm. one of the modalities that I use. I, I know, use other modalities for breath work too, upregulating, downregulating. But in that space, like that's, I use that, which is a little mix of everything in your own intuition guiding, but that helps pull that connection deep within you to find like those answers that you already hold. And the mm -hmm. same thing, like all there, I just love breath work. Like I could talk years on this, <laughs> like all the different amazing things that I can give you in that space. And I don't know, like, not that I couldn't do what I do without it, but I, it is a, a crucial piece of being able to be in connection with myself. Mm -hmm. And I think too, like when I first heard of breath work, I was like, well, I've tried meditation. I've tried, you know, I've tried sitting with myself, but it's so much different than that. And it's, I don't even know how to explain how it's like, how it's different, but you know how it's different. It's like, instead of just sitting there with your thoughts and your brain's going, you're trying to quiet your brain. You're like, consciously focusing on your breath to go into your subconscious. Right. And I remember that, um, shamanic breathwork journey. That was like my fourth ever breathwork journey. And it was so cool to just be with myself, but without all the mental chatter. And I know like you and I both just talked about like always having the mental chatter in our brains and like always feeling like we have things that are, um, swirling inside of us. And the breath work really has allowed me to just quiet everything and go from within because like the breath holds all the answers. We always all, we always have the, the answers inside of us, right? Breath work is such an amazing tool to bring that out. Absolutely. And that's, that's it too. Like I remember when I first started my own journey and they're like, meditate for whatever, however many longs. And I'm like, no, last maybe five seconds before like the to do list is starting to roll and things like that until I realize there's so many different forms of meditation like we we put this like ideal like this is what it looks like until we open our mind and open our heart to say, oh my goodness, like this is a completely different world. It brings me back circle to like where we thought we wanted to be many years ago and then we're like. We're, we're, our soul is like laughing at us because they're like, oh, just wait until the possibilities and the door is open. Like, I feel like that's mm -hmm. what breath work is. It's, it opens so many different things if you open to it. Because if yeah. you're in your head and you don't allow yourself to actually truly be in relationship with your breath, then you step in your own way. So it's like, just dive in and trust because you, you can't hurt yourself in that space. Like, yeah. you have you. And I think that's the biggest takeaway too of that situation is like, it's cultivated the safety back inside of me that I'm mm -hmm. safe with me. Yeah. Tools that I can use for that. Yeah. And I think, I think it all starts there creating safety within yourself so that you can feel safe in the outside world. Like, and that's something that I've really, really been working on um, throughout these last seven months of being off my anxiety medication is just creating the safety to be okay with being me around me. Because when I feel 100% authentic and when I feel 100% confident in who I am, that's when I can show up confidently and 100% me with other people, right? Yes. That was a big thing when I came off of my anxiety medication. Like I used to be, when I was on the medication, I used to be the buffer. Like people, my friends would take me to hang out with their friends because I was the buffer and I was the icebreaker and I was the funny, like, you know, I was very outgoing and bubbly soon as I came off my anxiety medication, I had world's worst social anxiety, couldn't go out to eat for dinner, had to miss my friend's birthdays, all like birthday dinners. Like, so it's been a cool transition to learn that part of myself and then learn how to be okay with 
having anxiety and looking at anxiety and then using the breathwork as a, as a tool to kind of come home back to myself because I really was stripped of my identity. Right. So it was a cool, it was a really, um, amazing thing to be able to come back and, and really kind of come full circle and just feel whole. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and for me, like it came to the realization, I don't want to numb out anxiety because anxiety is trying to teach me something. That's why it's here. I invited it in for a reason. And when I numb it out or pretend it's not there or, or try to, to block it in any way, I'm denying myself that growth. So it's like, yes, it's uncomfortable. Um, but being able to like lean into that and going, okay, I see you. I feel you. Don't worry. I feel you. And what, what are you here? What are we, what are our fears? Like Mm -hmm. I'm ready to stop pretending that I'm not afraid because the world tells you, Oh, don't, don't be afraid or push through your fear. No, I'm, I'm ready to face that and be here and learn. Not that I am safe with myself. I'm learning every single day to be more safe with myself and realizing that I source these opportunities to heal and become in deeper intimacy with myself in that Mm -hmm. space. So it's, it's stop pushing from it or denying it or pretending to be somebody I'm not. It's that's a part of me too. And that's okay. Because that is also reminding me how much I love myself that I do have those, that protective mechanism. And I can now kind of, once I created that trust relationship, it doesn't have to speak as loud. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to act out like the little kid, like throwing a tantrum. It doesn't have to throw the tantrum because it it's safe with me. It trusts me. Mm-hmm. So as soon as it starts to re- reach up, I go, okay, I, I feel you. I hear you. I know that you're feeling anxious right now. I know, I know that you're, you're feeling unsafe. So let's do something. And that's where I link into the breath work. Like, okay, I'm going to create that safety energy because energy is everything. Yeah. Like that's what it is. And like for you, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like when you, when you are off the medicine, all of a sudden you can feel the energy that your senses were numbed out. So it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, I went from like not feeling anything to feeling everything all yeah. at once. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you're like, whoa, two way different worlds in yeah. that space. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it was quite intense. Um, at like, like I said, panic attacks every single day. I felt like, um, there was a couple of times I felt like I was having like a heart attack where I would have to like lay on the ground. Like it would, it got so bad that I was like, I can't do this. Like I need to go back on my medication. I need to do something. I need, you know, like, um, all of these things were going back in my brain and, I'm really, really glad that I stuck it out and that I did the work on myself, even though it was really hard in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, my partner would always be like, do go do some breath work. And I, I would literally be like, no, like that's not going to help because my anxiety, it was like, it was, it's almost like when I explain it, it's almost like I had two versions of me like living at the same time. Yes. Right. And that's what anxiety is. It feels like it's a separate part of you. So with the breath work, I was almost able to visualize and embody like that version of me so that when I do get anxious, right, I can kind of sit with myself. I'll do the breath work to kind of calm my nervous system down. And then, like you said, like you sit with it and you say, okay, I feel you like, let's do something about it. Right. Why is this still triggering me? Mm -hmm. Well, and that's Mm -hmm. how I look at it. Like for me, when I think anxiety, I think that that emotion comes in that that state of being comes in when I am separating from myself. So when I'm in disconnect from myself, so exactly like that's the imagery that I see. It's like literally like there's me outside of me. Yeah, and that's the anxiety kicks in to remind me, hey, you're separating from yourself. So then I can then connect to my breath or whatever feels right. But for me, like that was the big medicine for me is connect to my breath and really merge myself back with myself again. So I can come back into that wholeness and go, okay, I am okay. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry that I pushed you away. I'm sorry that I rejected you in that space. Like come back home to me so I can feel whole. Then I don't have to be anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like one of the things too, that I really love about the longer like breathwork sessions, So like the 45, 60 minute breathwork sessions is the ability to uncover parts of you, like the shadow work that's behind it. Um, I've done a lot, a lot of inner child healing over the last seven months. It has been hard, but it has been the most, um, 
beneficial thing I could have ever done for myself. And I think it's just really interesting that we have the ability to literally like take a vision quest and like walk down a road with our younger self and like heal those parts of ourselves. Right. Because you can't do that on, you can to a point, but you can't do that as much on a conscious level. Sometimes you have to go into that, like the depths of your subconscious brain, which is like the magic of breathwork. I just, yeah, it's just been such an amazing tool for me. And I'm so, so grateful that I found it. Um, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing, like people don't realize the trauma is not actually in your brain. It's stored in your body. So how do you fix something fix? Like you can't see me quoting because you can't fix it. How do you heal something or come back into connection with something if you aren't in your body, if that's where it lives? Like you can't do it in your head. Like you have to be in that space. You get to be in that space. So having a tool that really helps ground you, whether it's not breakfast or whatever, but you need some embodiment type practice to be in your body to then start moving through that. And I think that that's, that's the thing with those longer breath works, because they may start where you're starting, your brain's still talking and you're starting with that. But it, as you get in, it gives you time to go, okay, the, the mind's goes, okay, we're still, we're okay now. I can let my guard down and yeah. then the body can speak. Then mm-hmm. the soul comes through once yeah. the gates come down. Yeah. I've actually had to, like, I've had people who, um, you know, were really disconnected with themselves and they had a lot of like lower back pain or their hips were really tight. Um, because a lot of your like emotions are stored in your hips. Right. And so that's why like yoga, like the, um, I think that there's a pose and it's called like the baby cradle or something. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but basically it's just to like unlock your hips and like move through like trauma stored in the body. And I've actually had people come to my breathwork sessions with this pain and then they leave. And the next day they message me and they're like, the pain is gone. I don't know what the heck is going on, but like the pain's gone. Um, or if they have like headache or like shoulder tension, I, I do shoulder tension with like overwhelm, um, with stress, with anxiety, all of that kind of stuff as well. That's where I feel it a lot. And people are like, okay, I've had a headache for four days and I've had the, the worst back pain and 60 minutes of breathing. And now it's gone. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) And it's just cool that it can like heal us on all parts and that our body and our energy is so intertwined and so connected and that we have the ability to quite literally like remove the trauma, you know, that one, that's exactly it. Like energy is meant to be moving. Like emotion is energy in motion. And where do we start? We start in our fascia, in our body. And so when with with breath work, you can use that energetics and and move that out. Um, I you can do yoga and things. I use fascial maneuvers, which also are are movements like that where you're counter rotating and you're really releasing that fascia um, in there, which has those emotional releases. It's another type of embodiment type piece. But that's the thing is like you have to be able to connect and actually feel and move in your body. But just your breath alone, like that's movement. That was the first movement is mm-hmm. breath. If you think about how much actually moves, if you you take a minute and take a deep breath in and like notice, like you can't, you can't not move your body without breathing. Like that was our first movement in life, like that, that, that breath. And, um, I think that that's powerful and that's how we move energy through our body too, is through that breath. And so everything comes back to the breath for me. And so it's like, you can have all the tools, but like that is, I feel like the, the core piece and with, if you remove that from everything, like even yoga, fascial maneuvers, all of that have breath linked into it because mm-hmm. that's how powerful it is. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's such an awesome tool. I love it. Um, the next question that is coming to my mind is, so if somebody's listening right now, how can they start applying breath work in their day-to-day life, whether they're an entrepreneur or if they're just on the healing journey, like where would you tell them to start? Yeah. And I love that question. So when I first started with my breathwork journey, I just did the simple box breath. Um, or I would just do four, four, four breath is what I call it. Um, but basically box breath, if you're feeling really, really anxious inside your body, start by taking a really, really deep breath and just let it go with a sigh. And then what you can do is you want to be breathing in through your nose, in through your belly, and you breathe in for four, you hold for four, you breathe out for four, and you hold for four 
do that about for like two or three minutes and you'll start to feel that um, parasympathetic response. So the calm and the, um, the peace, the calm, the kind of grounding yourself back in. So that's a really, really good one to, um, to use if you one need a quick fix and two don't want people to know that you're doing breath work or that you're anxious. Cause that's one of the biggest questions is like, well, how do I do breath work in public if I'm having an anxious response? And it literally is just nasal breathing and belly breathing. Because when you think about when you're stressed, you're breathing a lot into your chest and into your like collarbones. When you're hyperventilating, it's like chest breathing and mouth breathing usually. So if you can catch yourself chest breathing and mouth breathing, um, in your anxious response, or even just in your day to day, try to bring your awareness back and start nasal breathing and, um, diaphragmatic breathing. So through your belly, because that is the most parasympathetic state that you can be in. If you think about like a baby, right? When a baby is born, they are breathing all the time into their belly and through their nose, unless they're crying. And then they start shaking their shoulders and they start breathing out of their mouth. That's a very stressful way of breathing. So just, yeah, the box breath, um, and then focusing on nasal breathing and belly breathing. And then the other one that I've been doing most recently is literally just breathing in for four and breathing out for four. So no holds and no pauses at the top, at the bottom, and obviously like in through the nose and, and deep into the belly. Um, those ones have been awesome for me, especially like, you know, before podcast interviews or before I lead like my mastermind calls really just to kind of ground my energy in, um, it's been, it's been awesome. So those are really good ways of starting your breathwork journey and starting to incorporate your breath into your everyday. Absolutely. And that's what we call the down regulating breathing. So like, if you are like, you feel your energy hyped up and you're in that fight or flight these type of breaths will kind of bring you back down to that homeostasis. Like I always say, you don't want to be like, like that flat line because flat line, like as a heartbeat, like that means you're not living, (laughs) you're going to have those ups and downs, but you want to kind of bring it back into that, that homeostasis in the middle in that. So what would you recommend for somebody that is more in that freeze or fawn response? Like what is something quick that they can tap into for that? Mm -hmm. I think again, like when you're in that freeze response, like you can feel a lot of energy in your chest because you're in that sympathetic, uh, nervous system state. Right. So I think again, just going back to nasal breathing, if you can like exhale longer than your inhale, that sometimes helps a little bit too. If you feel like you have, and this works for me, if you feel like you have a lot of energy that's circulating, you're on the verge of having like a panic attack, breathe in for four and then just like release it out through your mouth. I find that that helps me move my energy a little bit quicker. Um, and it just helps me get back into that calm state because sometimes when we have a lot of anxious energy inside of us, it's harder to move through it when we're just trying to breathe very slowly. So when you can, And just do that like five or six times and then go into the box breath. That's something that's really helped me um, when I'm feeling frantic or when I'm feeling like that freeze, that that freeze mode for sure. Like sometimes it's just remembering to breathe because I feel like when we're in freeze, it's almost like we stop breathing because it's literally what do I do? And so just any type of connecting back to the breath. And I love how you said that, like exhale longer because with the mind, how that works is if you are actually able to exhale longer, then you're not in that running from, from the predator state. Like, Mm -hmm. okay. It reminds the body, like if I can exhale longer than I'm inhaling, that means that we're not in that threat space again. And now I can start to regulate back to baseline too. Mm -hmm. So I love that. And also a thing that I wanted to share that popped in my head as you were sharing is like, these are quick fixes. It doesn't mean that we don't like address what is actually coming up. It's like, if I'm in a space and out in public or whatever, then it's telling myself like, okay, we're going to mental note this. We're going to come back to it when we have the space and capacity to deal with it. Or you want to be able to, to regulate and then lean into it versus Mm -hmm. like, like, um, ignoring it. Um, but sometimes when you're in that state, like your brain can't consciously like process through anything. So it's coming back to that that ba- that baseline of whatever your baseline is. So then you can go, okay, well, that was an experience. Like, yeah. I wonder where that came from. 
okay, can you, can you like give me more of that and like tapping back into myself? Okay. So what were my triggers? Like what came up? And then it's like that radically honest, like you start having that conversation. Okay. So let's go deeper. Okay. Mm -hmm. But what's under that? Because it's normally never the actual like face value trigger. That's like the cherry on the top of the Sunday. Like it's mm -hmm. like, we want to get down to the fudge in the bottom of it <laughs> to figure out what's okay. going on in that space. Yeah. And I think something that I've learned too, that I think is worth noting or talking about is the more that you try to push your anxiety down, the more that you ignore it, the louder it gets. And I experienced that in the first probably three months of coming off of my anxiety medication, I would ignore it because I didn't want to feel it. I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want it to be there. So I would ignore it. And then it was almost like it was yelling in my face. Like imagine a friend like trying to wave to you and they wave once and then you just, you don't, you don't see it or you don't um, acknowledge it. And then they start waving a little bit more frantically and you're still like, okay, like relax. Like I'm not going to engage with that. And then they're jumping up and down they're screaming your name. It's like, that's the exact same thing that happens with anxiety. It's like the more that you just don't acknowledge it, the louder that it gets and the worse it is. <laughs> yeah. I always use the analogy of a beach ball. Like you're at, you're at the yeah. beach in the water and you're pushing down and pushing down. You're trying to ignore it and you're pushing it down. Eventually it's going to pop up and smack you in the face. So you might as well. And then all of a sudden you have a broken nose and you're bleeding everywhere <laughs> and it's so much worse. Like, yeah, you could have just, you could have just threw it up in the air instead of trying to push it down. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, and I think, yeah, I think that's one of the most common analogies for it. And it's so true. Like exactly that, right. You get more hurt by pushing it down because then what happens is you're filling your body up with all of this negative energy until one day you just snap or you break down and then you feel like it's the end of the world. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it'll come in the most inconvenient times too, because mm -hmm. it's like, okay, nope, I'm going to make hit you where you're most vulnerable. So then you actually pay attention to me. Like that's, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, I don't, I don't want you to ignore me anymore because we're not meant to ignore any part of us. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. It's pretty much like you called me here. You called me here to serve you. And now you're, you're telling me it's like you invite somebody over and then you like leave them standing in your doorway. <laughs> And you don't even say hi. Yeah, it's just, it's awkward for everyone. <laughs> so in your, so, so you combine breath work with your business stuff. So mm -hmm. I know we talked about the different styles. So what is the main styles or, or how does that look? Like, how do you incorporate them both? Yeah. In your practice. Yeah. So I use breath work for a lot of different things, mostly for the nervous system regulation, because I know how frustrating it can be being an entrepreneur. I know how much behind the scenes stuff there is, how much overwhelm. So I really try to, um, I try to do circular connected breathing, which is the 60 minute, the longer sessions. Um, I do those twice a month with my clients. And then the other ones that I've actually just started doing is the smaller, like 10 minute, like energy activators or, um, de-stressors or those kinds of things for when, when people are feeling overwhelmed. Okay, cool. There's a breath work for that. When they are feeling like the anxious, like, or they're feeling fear of judgment. Cool. There's a breath work for that. So those are like little quick fixes that I've started to um, incorporate into my business and give my clients, but then like the real healing, right. When we actually sit down with it, the real healing comes from those circular connected journeys where you literally shed, you shed all of the, all of the shit that you, that is no longer yours, all of the stuff that, you know, is keeping you from moving forward. And that's where the real healing comes. So I guess two different styles, like I have the upregulating smaller activations, the downregulating smaller activations, and then the circular connected, um, breath work in that way. I love it. I love it. I think all three are important to have too. And how I look at it and why I like the little, little ones too. Like I, honestly, my favorite are the long ones. Like I could, I could even do like more than an hour sometimes. Like when I just allow myself to be in, in can step away and actually journey. Um, I love those pieces, but not everybody is in that space, especially if it's brand new. So the littler ones, I, I find that it's almost like bridge and helps them build and get used to it. So then the longer ones don't feel as overwhelming. Cause I remember like when I first started and some of my clients are like, they're like, it's still going like, like the time goes by because you don't realize and you're just so used to that busy go go of life 
they're like, okay, did I fall asleep? Like, what did ha what's happening? And I'm like, mm -hmm. no, you're fine. Like, that, that's good. So it kind of helps them build up to those mm -hmm. other ones too. But I think yeah. that's where the true magic is, is the, the love. 100%. And like, I've been doing the smaller ones for years. Like I've been doing down-regulating probably since I was 19 when I started my personal development journey, um, like the box breath and the 4-8 breathing, whatever. But it wasn't until about a year, year, yeah, about a year ago that I did my very first circular connected journey. It was 65 minutes long. And I was like, what did I just experience? Like it was so wild. I got so much healing, so much healing around like childhood stuff that I was still dealing with that I didn't realize that I was still dealing with. Like, and it's almost like when you do those, those deeper journeys, it's like, you're watching your life in a different lens and you're like almost reliving like memories. Right. But as the observer as the observer, it, yeah. observing the yeah. experience. And you can, and you can look at your younger self in those moments and say, I see you, I see that you're hurting, but I'm sending you so much love. And then when you're out of the journey, you're like, okay, like what? <laughs> it's like, it's like the, and then it's almost, it's almost addicting. And I've had people say that before where it's like, it's addicting the, the feeling that you get when you do breath work, um, the healing that you get, the outcome that you get, like, it's just such a cool thing that we have access to. It's like you're your own drug. That's what I always say. Like 100%. We're, we're literally our best medicine. Like you're your own drug. Like you don't need anything outside of you to have that same experience and to find yeah. answers. And the big thing is like, I, I always tell my clients, it's like the breath work is so potent, but there's also the next component. You have to take action upon it. Otherwise, spirit's going to be like, why am I telling you all these things if you're literally just going to observe them and, and then not apply anything? <laughs> and I think that's a huge thing with breathwork too, is like, you have to integrate what you learn, right? So like the circular connected breathing, like I only do that like maximum once a week, because if I go through a memory that was very traumatic for me, and then the next day I do another breathwork session and have something else come up boom, there we go again of like the beach ball, right? You're not, you're not dealing with the, the thing that you, that just came up for you. And then you're pushing it to the side. So it's going to get louder and it's going to show up in different areas. So yeah, very, very important to integrate and with everything, like, with, like with everything in life. You're not allowed to really, like, if you, if you do that more than once, I always say once a week to like max, mm -hmm. like even for people starting out, I always say like, once a month. That's why I do my monthly circles. Like mm -hmm. if you're not used to it once a month, so then you have time to take action because you have to be able to digest what is coming through and then actually apply it to your life. That's what I always say. So we can get information. So we have information, right? In order to turn it to information, we have to start actually like understanding it and like applying it, but to turn it into the true wisdom, which we want is we get to embody it and actually take action and like become it. Mm -hmm. And so like, that's, that's the whole point with these longer sessions is you're, you're unraveling things and you get to digest what just came up for you. Because even if it may seem minor at the time, there's so much depth to that. And so you get to sit there and break down. Okay. So what does that mean to me? Like, this is what I was shown and this is, it is. like, how do I incorporate now? What are the lessons I take from it? And that's not something you do in five minutes. <laughs> like, that's something every part is going to keep kind of showing you. So when I say like, we have the breathwork session and we do our, our um, like expression piece in the, in the processing part. And I say, okay, well, guess what? The rest of the, like, be aware because the rest of the month, like more realizations are going to come through for you in that space. Yeah, totally. Right. And like, it's cool the way that we can kind of journey into our, in our, into our subconscious. I remember this one, um, like longer breathwork session. I think it was a three-part session and it was like 50 minutes long. It was, um, pretty intense. I think it was like my second one, but I went so out of my body. And then when I came back, I was bawling, like I was crying so hard. And I was like, Whoa, like I just went somewhere and I just, I'm releasing something. So I like slowly sat up, I started journaling and a lot of things were coming up. Like I, it was, it was the weirdest experience. Like I wasn't in control of the pencil. Like it literally was like someone else was writing for me. Your soul is like channeling through you. Yeah. And like, I'm getting like goosebumps, like thinking about it right now. Cause it was the weirdest out of body experience I've ever had. And 
I was started to write down and it just started saying like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it, it had a lot to do with like my grandpa that passed away and like the guilt that I felt for, you know, not, you know, when you're like a teenager and you start hanging out with your friends and like not going out and seeing your grandparents. And, you know, I felt a lot of guilt around that. And so that breathwork session really, I didn't even realize that I had so much guilt around it, but it really allowed me to release that. And so when I came back to, and I was like, like bawling my eyes out, I wrote like six pages in my journal about like releasing this guilt and how it's okay. And like, it was, yeah, it was really weird. Like it was a very big sense of like comfort. And it was almost like he was there being like, it's okay. You know, like it's fine. And like, you can release that now. And ever since then I've felt very like connected to him in a different way. Like it's been, it's been a really, yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like almost like you, his energy wanted to help you, but you were grieving and you helped you put up this guilt wall. Mm-hmm. And so like to break that wall down and set yourself free, then you allowed his energy to come in and guide you as one of your like spirit guides is what we kind of say is like yeah. that energy is with you always comforting you on all parts of your journey, which is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was cool too, to see, like, to, um, witness, I guess the shift that I had after, because since then I felt a lot lighter. I felt like I don't feel as it's almost like it was like closure for me. Like I was finally able to kind of accept everything, you know? So yeah, just like the power of the breath is insane. <laughs> like, like I said, you can't even put it in the words. Like this is a oh. just like, like a taster of it. Like you have to experience it firsthand to go through that, to actually be fully, like, even then you don't fully understand, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a journey. <laughs> like you're just like, Oh, and, and then I think this is it. And then you go on your next breathwork journey, like, okay, I know what this is. And you're like, bam, there's another side. Like, Oh my goodness. Like, like what is happening they're like what's gonna happen next (laughs) yeah and like that's what I think where like the quote-unquote addiction comes from is like it gets interesting like you're okay you're like okay like that like layer of the onion is gone what's gonna come next because the feeling the feeling of going through it kind of sucks but the feeling after after you have that breakthrough after you have that it's like out of this world it's you can't even describe it It's like that rebirth because you literally, how I look at it when we go through those journeys is that's what I call in shamanism, the soul retrieval. You're actually reclaiming a part of yourself that you've locked away for a while. So it's like you brought that energy in and you are a new, new version of you pretty much like a more embodied version of you. So every time you're reintegrating into your like, whoa, like I have more experience, more energy, more of my true essence, like shining through. And I think that's why we are ever evolving people like what we what we love and enjoy right now and not that it's gonna completely shift but like this is only like one side of the situation that we will be in a couple of years from now and mm-hmm. we're gonna look back like we were talking about we were babies years ago when we first met like and now we're gonna be like yeah we were still babies then too now look at us <laughs> <laughs> i know right it's gonna be like another full circle moment of like remember that time we did the podcast <laughs> We're talking about this. That's so funny. I love that. (laughs) I love it. So for people listening, where can they reach out? Like what type of services do you have that they can come and join your world and experience this firsthand? Yeah. So like I was saying earlier, I'm kind of in the middle of a rebrand. So um, yeah, so there's a couple different places. Um, Instagram is a really good one. My handle is it's Jessica Riley and Riley spelled R-Y-L-E-E. Um, and then Facebook, it's just facebook.com slash the Jessica Riley. You can add me on there as a friend. I would love to connect with you. I also have a Facebook group that is going to be rebranding. So maybe we could put that in the show yeah. notes later. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I have that. And then I also have my membership right now. Um, it's a really cool business and breathwork hybrid. So we have two live breathwork sessions each month to really help you heal that nervous system and journey through to back to yourself and create that confidence. And then we have a live coaching call every month as well, as well as um, guest speakers that come in that t- talk about anxiety and healing and coming back home to yourself, numerology. It's It's been really, really fun um, creating all of these things. So absolutely love it and yes we'll have all of this in the show notes too so you'll just be able to scroll and then click and find all the things too 
and then just be on her like like instagram she has all of the stuff that she does too i know um so all of her programs and things like she'll she'll be she'll be sharing it there and so you can reach out to her but for sure better just message her too because she's a great human being (laughs) yes no i love the conversations i seriously love like dm messages for sure love talking Love it. So is there anything you want to leave the listeners like one last nugget of wisdom um, for them to take away before we wrap it up today? Yeah, I think if you're feeling disconnected with yourself, the best way to reconnect is to go within. That is something that I am a huge believer for because you're not going to find answers outside of yourself, right? Your answers are always within you. And you hold these answers all the time. So if you're feeling like you are confused on who you are, if you are um, working through like an identity crisis, go within. Absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm excited for everyone to take in all the wisdom you have to share. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Revolution Tribe and being part of our soul family. If anything in this episode resonated with you, please subscribe, leave a review, and share your takeaways. You can find me on IG at Grow with Jackie B or on YouTube at Soul Revolution Tribe. I will see you next week for more soul conversations and medicine. Bye for now and see you back soon.